Good evening, boils and ghouls, and welcome to night two of All Things Dark and Distasteful, Five Minutes of Fright Fest. Coming to you this October 2nd, and I hope you enjoyed yesterday's review all about Terrifier. If you have seen it, please go and tweet us, tell us what you thought about it. And trust me, I'm bringing you another piece of wonderful horror cinema with today's review for Starry Eyes. This was a film I saw way back in Fright at Fright Fest itself in 2014, and I probably am kind of cheating a little bit here by explaining a little bit about it before I actually start the timer. I think I just about did it with Terrify yesterday, and although I'm not going to lie, these are probably going to get a lot harder, but I'm about to set the timer to give my five-minute selling of Starry Eyes starting from... Now, okay, so Starry Eyes is the story of a young actress, Sarah, who is living in LA and it is, to all outward ideas, the sort of your typical classical girl who has to work in some sort of really shitty diner and then has to go off to all these auditions and isn't getting very far with anything at all until she finds a sort of rather interesting and creepy looking um, advert for a company called Astraeus Pictures and she goes, she does the audition um, for a film called The Silver Scream and uh, she sort of is dismissed just offhand immediately. Then she goes into the, um, it's not too much spoilers, she goes into the bathroom and starts ripping out her hair in frustration and this gets their attention a little bit more and then she is told that she needs to sort of keep coming back for various auditions and you start to notice that she is perhaps going through more of a change than the traditional Hollywood system would normally allow for. And that is uh, it's a very difficult one to talk about, but I think some of the key things to mention, directed by um, Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer, um, the whole thing just has this beautiful... So many films that are set in Los Angeles, they really go for the, the bright, shining lights, and they go, yeah, it's Tinseltown, it's Hollywood, etc., etc. But this film just goes right down to the nitty-gritty, and it's got this beautifully horrible sort of haze to it, which makes you know almost immediately from the word go that there's just something not right going on. And in a, stra and in a strange way, it's almost a, a pre- um, Me Too movement film because it really does deal with on the surface the sort of what you think is just the traditional really cruel and demeaning things that actresses have to go to in order to secure parts obviously sexual favours and things like that but the sort of the real genius of the film is that it really sort of I hate to use the term but it sort of preys on that but it sort of takes it to its ultimate extreme and one of the biggest sort of influences I feel on it would have to be something like David Cronenberg and body horror and it gets again a bit like Terrify yesterday particularly nasty at moments and it is all practical effects and it just looks absolutely wonderful um, but the main thing that absolutely holds it together is the lead performance by Alexandra Esso who um, at times you are really not quite sure just how much she's actually performing some of these actions like for example with the hair pulling when i saw it um in a huge um widescreen cinema the foley the noise of her pulling out her hair is just absolutely sickening sort of how extreme that she goes throwing herself about on the floor and looking like she's convulsing because she's having some sort of epileptic fit and doing all of this just to secure of this part in this film that she knows absolutely nothing about and 
Obviously, things, they get darker and darker. There's some particularly nasty dispatches towards the end. In particular, a rather novel use of a dumbbell weight, which I'll leave you to go and watch the film first of all, before you make up your, <laughs> before you find out what that is. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think it's a really powerful example of showing sort of taking the seedy underside of the Hollywood dream and showing taking it to its extremes and really sort of going yeah but sort of this is sort of what happens as a result of it and um alexandra esso is just a phenomenal performance in it um and you know obviously completely ignored by awards places but not here i genuinely think it's a performance of a lifetime and that if it wasn't so good the film would have nowhere near the same effect it's got just a slow creeping dread i wouldn't say this is the sort of film for you if you like your horror sort of a bit like Terrify yesterday, big, bold, and in your face all the time. It takes its time. It's very much a slow burn. But if you stick with it and things just get madder and madder and madder and sort of even more intense as they go along, it has a wonderful soundtrack as well. And I cannot recommend that enough. Just almost sort of Nine Inch Nails ghosts type feel to it where it's all atmosphere and creeping dread that just is... Oh, it just builds up more and more and more throughout the film. And the payoff in the end is just nothing short of phenomenal and i'd also just very like to say if you should happen to go and actually purchase a uk copy of starry eyes on dvd you'll see um a certain very glowing review from um a website that used to be called uh, uk horror scene and uh, praising it giving it 10 out of 10 and um I don't know, some guy called uh, Ollie Ryder, I think, wrote that review, and uh, they decided to put it on the front cover of their DVD. So I don't know if that sweetens the deal or not. So once again, that film is Starry Eyes, gritty, slow burn, chiller. Please go and check it out, and I will see you tomorrow for day three. I hope you enjoy and hope you go and watch Starry Eyes and you enjoy it. And that's the end of my five minutes. Bye!